0: This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. Faced with mounting suicides and PTSD rates, West Virginia first responders struggling with job-related mental health issues are taking matters into their own hands.
1: We started identifying more and more folks that were suffering from PTSD-like signs and symptoms.
0: That story and more coming up this West Virginia Morning. Support for West Virginia Morning is proudly provided by Luke Frazier. Governor Jim Justice says any state employee who was derelict or purposeful in withholding evidence in a corrections lawsuit should be terminated or jailed. Randy Yowie has more.
2: A federal magistrate ruled Monday that state employees intentionally destroyed emails and documents relating to a lawsuit alleging inhumane conditions at a state corrections center. In his weekly media briefing, justice said if that happened, the guilty parties should be terminated or jailed. Homeland Security Secretary Mark Sorcea said nothing was intentional. He said there were administrative failures in preserving that evidence and some people were disciplined. The state was required to put a legal hold on the emails and documents deleted. Sorcea blamed an email deletion policy that's being corrected.
1: But there was never any kind of um, idea to destroy evidence or um, in any way um, mislead the public.
2: The magistrate recommended a default judgment, holding the state liable for the charges. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Randy Yowie in Charleston.
0: One man is dead and another man is missing after a coal tipple collapse Tuesday night in Martin County, Kentucky, on the border with West Virginia. Curtis Tate has more.
3: Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir announced the worker's death on social media on Wednesday morning. Bashir signed a declaration of emergency in Martin County, and rescue teams were working to locate the missing worker. The 11-story building at the Martin County Mine prep plant collapsed around 6.30 p.m. Tuesday, according to a statement from Kentucky Emergency Management. The workers became trapped under tons of steel and concrete. Local officials said the prep plant had been idle and the workers were salvaging it. State officials said rescue workers and emergency responders were being deployed from Louisville, Lexington, Northern Kentucky, and the Kentucky National Guard. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston.
0: A school in the Eastern Panhandle is the newest recipient of a therapy dog through the Communities in Schools Friends with Paul's program. Liz McCormick has more.
4: Berkeley Springs High School in Morgan County received its very own therapy dog this week named Sky. First Lady Kathy Justice made the announcement in a press release Wednesday. Sky is the 17th therapy dog to be placed in West Virginia's public schools. The program began in April 2022 with the first placement at Welch Elementary. The therapy dog program, according to the governor's office, was launched as a way to alleviate some of the social-emotional effects of poverty, addiction, and other at-risk situations in the state's communities and schools counties. 53 of the state's 55 counties are part of CIS. Therapy dogs, according to the National Institutes of Health, provide a benefit in the classroom by increasing a positive mood and providing anti-stress effects on the body. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Liz McCormick in Shepherdstown.
0: A company owned by the family of Governor Jim Justice has been sued over workers' compensation. Curtis Tate has more.
3: LM Insurance, a subsidiary of Liberty Mutual, says Bluestone Resources and affiliated justice companies owe $1.75 million in premium payments. The complaint, filed in U.S. District Court for the Western District of Virginia, says Bluestone filed an application in 2020 for a workers' compensation insurance policy for its operations in Virginia and West Virginia. In 2021, LM Insurance canceled the policy for non-payment of premiums. LM Insurance asked Bluestone to pay the remaining balance, but Bluestone has not done so, the filing says. Neither Justice nor any of his family members are named in the suit. Bluestone is based in Roanoke, Virginia. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston.
0: On Wednesday morning, a Nitro Elementary School teacher received a $25,000 Milken Educator Award. Emily Rice has more.
5: In the surprise of a lifetime, Jana Hamrick, a fifth-grade teacher at Rock Branch Elementary School in Nitro, West Virginia, received a Milken Educator Award, often called the Oscar of Teaching. Hamrick was completely unaware of her candidacy for the award. Cheers erupted from the students and faculty filling the cafeteria as Hamrick's name was announced by Governor Jim Justice. The Milken
1: family makes this really a big secret. And you know that teachers can't apply. Where is Jana Hamrick?
5: Hamrick has been teaching in Putnam County for 12 years. She said she puts her heart and soul into teaching. Every single day
1: I come in here because I love the kids. And I invest in them daily um, because of that passion. And I think if I'm, I have that passion and I treat them like that, they give me the same respect and love in return.
5: Milken Educator Awards Vice President Stephanie Bishop said that passion is what made Hamrick stand out to the organization. And Ms. Hamrick really stood out as being in the top 1% of educators in this nation because of what she's doing in the classroom um, to innovate and how she is really in tune with reaching the whole child and has connected the students in her class to the school community but then also the community at large. When asked what she will do with the financial reward, Hamrick said she has not decided what to do with the total $25,000 cash award. I don't even know. I have a good Christmas for my daughter, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, not that much money. but For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Emily Rice in Nitro.
0: This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. It's 7.50. Mostly sunny skies today, highs in the 40s and low 50s, clear overnight with lows in the 20s, and sunny skies on Friday and Saturday, highs in the 50s and low 60s. Support for WVPB is provided by Appalachian Power. Committed to our customers, communities, and state through corporate philanthropy, volunteerism, customer service, and economic development. More at AppalachianPower.com. with mounting suicides and PTSD rates. West Virginia first responders struggling with job-related mental health issues are taking matters into their own hands. Randy Yohe spoke with Dylan Olivito, the founder of SCARS Support Services. SCARS stands for Shared Compassion and Resource Services, an organization to help first responders in times of personal crisis.
2: Dylan, tell me what the philosophy and impetus is behind SCARS.
1: Mental health among first responder and frontline workers has come to the forefront in the last couple of years, especially since the the COVID pandemic. So, with that becoming front and center, we started identifying more and more folks that were suffering from ptsd like signs and symptoms having some um, mental health uh, problems that that went on undiagnosed for for years we wanted to find a way to help our our fellow first responders and until you've experienced that you really don't realize you need it
2: do first responders around West Virginia get to take a breath between calls, especially between traumatic calls, or is it right off to the next one?
1: Yeah, I can remember at a very young age, um, you know, in the Morgantown area, we had several fatal accidents over the span of maybe 30 days, I think. Out of that 30-day span, you know, I worked 15 or 16 fatal accidents. So we get just a a buildup and you know when when many of us started there was no support other than talking about it maybe with your partner but if it bothered you it was um, portrayed as a weakness we had this very much suck it up and deal with it move on to the next call attitude and that broke a lot of our first responders over the years
2: we've heard that term quite a bit suck it up and some say that that's an expired term when it comes to first responders others say no that there's still a pervasive suck it up attitude throughout the business which is it
1: the unfortunate part is many of our current administrators come from the suck it up and deal with it era and so a lot of these folks that come from that time frame are in a position where they're not on the truck as much anymore they're not out in the field as much anymore they're not working directly in the emergency room anymore so on and so forth so they don't have a full grasp of how bad it has gotten out in the field
2: even though state director of EMS Jody Ratliff says that he is working as hard as he can to put that suck it up attitude in the past
1: Our state is very fortunate to now have a director and a medical director who understands current situation of of EMS and the current situation of the providers. And I do believe that he's working very hard with not only the agencies, but at state and federal level to make sure that there's funding and resources in place to get our responders the help that they need.
2: I see in your website where SCAR's, offers a judgment-free zone and a place where it's okay to not be okay.
1: What we wanted to make sure to try to provide was a space that was safe where we could allow people to interact with each other, share their stories, share their problems, and not have any fear of being mocked or being, um, you know, made to feel like less of a responder or less of a person allowing these calls to bother them because you know a, the a normal human being does not have to see what we see
2: you've got your organization's scars in, in that neck of the woods up in Shiniston it's in Marion County right
1: Harrison County Harrison, okay. yeah.
2: Harrison County so uh, up in <clears throat> that section of the state I know over in Huntington they've got compass which mm-hmm. is I'm sure you've heard of that which is similar yep. um, how vital is it right now? that the state's plans for getting a statewide program to help first responders with their mental health and to eliminate this suck it up attitude uh, be implemented
1: instead of being reactive we're being proactive so we're, we're, we 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 want to coach as soon as somebody signs up for an EMT class or as soon as somebody gets hired into a position so that we can continue to monitor that person you know on a on a semi-regular basis to make sure that their mental health is still in check. But we also have to have resources that are reactive for the folks that have already been through the traumatic incident and don't even realize it. So I think a big initiative for the state to do is figure out how to, you know, it should be no different than getting your, your yearly checkup at your doctor's office, is to make sure you're okay and at an organizational level to make sure that there are um, resources in place to help mitigate mental health struggles within the community of, of the first responders.
0: That was SCAR Support Services founder Dylan Olivito speaking with Randy Yowie on mental health care for first responders. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from Shepherd University. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Bill Lynch, Brianna Heaney, Caroline McGregor, Chris Schultz, Curtis Tate, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, and Randy Yowie. Eric Douglas is our news director and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West Virginia Morning.